I'm your host, Sean Neese. And on this show, I talk with people living outside the box and pursuing their creative and intellectual passions. And on this episode, I'm going to play you a conversation I had with Renata de los Rios. And uh, Renata is the hair and makeup artist for Troma Films. If you're unfamiliar with Troma Entertainment, they're an American independent film production and distribution company. Uh, founded by Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Hertz in 1974. And they do like low-budget, cult, horror, kind of more humorous horror films. Like uh, some of their classics are The Toxic Avenger and uh, Class of Newcomb High. And just like over-the-top gore and uh, stuff like that. But with practical effects, not CGI. And she is also involved in well, this uh, heavy metal and horror burlesque show called Monstrosity. Here is the episode, and I hope you enjoy it. How you, how you doing? How you been? This is uh, the real you, right? It's not the, the hacker you that came in. No. Okay. It's the real me. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. It's 666% me. <laughs> What's going nice. on, dude? How's everything? It's been, uh, it's uh, pretty good, you know, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, things are a little slower with uh, COVID, but I still got this thing going, and yeah, I'm in New Jersey, so I guess it's a little less, how, how are things in, uh, Brooklyn is where you're from, or Brooklyn? Uh, Queens. Queens, okay. Yeah, I'm nice. in Maspeth. Uh, they're right, you know, it's just like, I don't know, it's just like very basic outside and whatever. You know, I, I, I don't really go out that much. So when I go out, it's like me and my kids, like two creatures <laughs> out of the cave just came I, out. <laughs> and I won't be surprised if they call us like the monsters or something like in the block. They're like super conservative and shit. And we're like the weirdos. So whatever. Yeah, well, you got the hair like the the uh, the woman on the, the the mother on the the, the monsters. I forget her name. The, Lily? the one Lily. Yeah. Uh, cool yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, yeah but dude. uh I, I, yeah i met you uh a few years ago when you did the heavy metal burlesque show yeah and i i remember that's what, what you did like black metal and then you did like a like a kind of dance burlesque dance that went for that and then there was two other girls that also did that and then there was a black metal band that played that was at the cobra club yeah and, uh yeah that was an interesting event and um I remember there was the Edgar Allan Poe. I, I was I was like a little drunk and stuff, but like I, I remember nice. there was like the the, the uh, Edgar Allan Poe uh, patch, and then you, oh, cool. you were saying, yeah, and then I kept looking at it, and you were like, hey, you could take this home with you, like buy it, buy it, <laughs> and then eventually I settled on buying it. I, I didn't attach it to anything, but I still have that. It's pretty cool. cool. Nice. Yeah. So what? Dude. So um, so what have you been up to since? I guess if you want to start off, you'll just like talk about like everything you do in your own words. Cause I know you do a lot of stuff and like how you became interested in it. I multitask in life. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you gotta have like a few gigs. Otherwise if you, it's like shit, you know, you gotta know a little something of everything in life <laughs> in order to survive this fucking world. Um, I've been, all right <laughs> i'm alive that's like something that it almost didn't happen a few times the last year so i'm honored to be a fucking alive and um i'm here i'm i became a, a mother a spooky mom <laughs> of a kid who's 18 months now and my life changed a little bit but for good, it was like that break that my body was asking for, you know, like from doing like burlesque shows to fucking um, like alternative um, markets 
at Cobra Club as well. Cobra Club, it's like my second home. You know, I did from my like heavy metal like baby shower in there to like um like VHS like horror markets. It's called Fright Market actually at Cobra Club to like shows. Um, I used to do this thing called Monstrosity, which was Bushwick's only heavy metal horror burlesque show, you know? <laughs> and uh, yes, we used to have like bands and um, sometimes we'll have like a, a guest performer and it's actually the original ones are uh, from like years <laughs> behind, but uh, we just kept it like a three piece, which is Danielle, Sasha and me and um and each one had like their own like thing you know like sasha was like the like the crazy crazy aggressive one danielle is more like aesthetic and i was just like blood and guts everywhere you know so um yeah, that was monstrosity. Hopefully, at some point, we're gonna come back. And oh, we also have like like a little booth. I have like a horror business side thing called Heavy Horror NYC. And Danielle had her like vintage T-shirts, um, hyena thing, you know, um, brand. So, and Sasha was just like the one who used to like get all the props and this and that. So that was pretty cool. We had like our um. It was a happy Mother's Day, but it was focused more on like the the mother of Leatherface, the mother of Jason, you know, Mrs. Voorhees, and like okay. stuff like that. And that was like the theme. And that was when um, what's this band's name? Fuck, Slashers from Brooklyn played. There's actually a video on YouTube of um, like well edited, you know, and stuff and so people could like have an idea of what was monstrosity what is monstrosity so yeah that's pretty much like on the burlesque thing um uh my 15th anniversary is coming up this june as a burlesque performer uh trash up not a pinup <laughs> and yeah i'm excited i'll celebrate it somehow but we'll figure out it's not the same you know so we'll figure out. Yeah, so, so what kind of led you what kind of got you interested in that like the the metal burlesque like how did you come up with that um, it was more like doing the anti-thesis of like the the reverse of like pretty burlesque we want to do something more like like realistically horrifying <laughs> you know like more like underground you know what i'm saying like we don't want to be like dita von T's or shit like that you know that's like nah you know we want to do like the underground version so that was like heavy metal and like punk was included in that you know like the the rock and roll version and the horror and just like make it raw <laughs> and bloody <laughs> yeah yeah so so you, i remember you said you grew you're originally from mexico right indeed originally. yeah yeah so so how, how did you um did you become exposed to like horror and metal there like how did you get an interest in it yeah i had that one cousin who was like the metal head of the family and it was like late 80s and you know i used to see him like wearing his kiss shirts or like uh, playing like probably i don't know duff leopard downstairs in a tape so <laughs> he was like i i wasn't like attracted to it like right away but then i was like wait a second i think this is cool you know like and then I got a little bit more into it. And then, you know, like I was the, the crazy one. And, you know, I was just like, fuck society. I don't fucking care what they think, how I look. So I'll uh, shave my head. <laughs> I don't know. That was like, yeah, my um, 90s, like teen, preteen age years. 
Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was just kind of like, uh, like going your own way, I guess, kind of. That, that, that was yeah. Really yeah. Yeah. I was like, all right, I got this and this and this and that. I'll pick this because I feel it, you know, like it's just me. <laughs> yeah nice and, and then you came so you came to the united states to kind of pursue like uh creative stuff i guess mm, or not really like my dad's family is from philly and like since i was a few months we old <laughs> we moved to like dover delaware and then oh. like we stayed there until like for a few, I, I've been like back and forth like to the states in my life like like I mean <laughs> then my dad got sick and he got a liver transplant in Philly and we used to come back and forth like Philly Mexico Philly Mexico it was it was crazy at some point but um then I just like decided to like settle down in Mexico City I actually opened a hair salon a horror hair salon and um i remember i was like i I sold some stuff and i was like "Uh, maybe i should go get my um new york cosmetologist license like like to make it more official you know i was already doing hair by then and i was like all right fuck it i'll just sell whatever the fuck i have <laughs> and just like quit everything i had a fucking oh my god i love that job that i had i was like the head of the fashion designer like uh, department or whatever i had like it was like a dream come true i had a band i had a burlesque troupe by a, a perfect boyfriend whatever and then i was like you know what fuck this shit i'm gonna sell everything quit everything and just go get that fucking cosmetologist license from New York. So yeah, I sold everything. I was like, all right, here we go. Me and my backpack. <laughs> and um, and yeah, then I just like found rock and roll and that's it. <laughs> nice. So I guess that's kind of yeah. like the, the center there, Mexico City, right? That has, as far as like music and art. And I know a synthwave band that comes from there called Night Runner. They do like 1980s kind of synth music yeah but yeah. yeah they have really cool shit like a lot of like independent art and like from visuals to like all kinds of art and everybody has a band and like or they have this art project or the other and it's it's really cool like people inspire me <laughs> when i go visit there yeah. yeah and i guess punk and punk and like metal and is has has a scene in latin america too like i know like a lot of people don't know about that but like it's true like and i know like some bands that come out of there like punk wise and uh i think death metal wise there's cenotaph i think it was cool it was like the the most known band the metal band that came out of there yeah Yeah, there's a huge scene also in um latin america sorry i'm just like also checking keeping an eye on my kid on that side and i'm (laughs) multitasking um (laughs) yeah I became a mother. I became a mother. What do you want? <laughs> so you also do work for Troma. You're the like hair and makeup. So yes, yes, bitch. Nice. Um, yeah, it was. Oh my god, quite an experience. Was everything like? Uh, oh my god, like it was a month of a month and something of like intense shooting. But it was so, like, everyone was so nice and so, it was like a pleasure to be there, you know? It wasn't even, like, work. It was just, like, hanging in there, doing what you like and chilling with, like, good people. And it was like a fucking uh, runway of, like, uh, underground horror movie t-shirts and, like, underground metal and punk bands, like, shirts everyone was like oh nice shirt oh nice shirt nice shirt you know like the whole day you'll like yeah and um yeah it was more like oh who got the most like underground fucking movie shirt tonight today or tonight whatever so but yeah it was pretty cool and i met some really cool people and you know like i um 
to see my credits at the end of the movie in a trauma production is fucking like <laughs> amazing like that was like it's like a dream come true i know it probably sounds cheesy but like i wanted to work for trauma so bad for so many years and then when they they're like welcome to traumaville i was like fuck yeah you know <laughs> and like my first paycheck was like a trauma fucking envelope that was like oh my god priceless yeah <laughs> nice. nice so how, you just knew someone who worked with trauma how'd you get into working with trauma um that's a good question because i did but i did not <laughs> like so i was originally gonna be uh like a background actor and then I that for a while. cool like some yeah. friend that works for like for trauma who's pat kaufman from the art department he posted like oh who wants to be a background uh, um actor well uh oh, me all right cool whatever and then back in the day not not back in the day <laughs> like three years ago or something i used to um like network on craigslist and see like look for like side gigs you know makeup side gigs or hair makeup whatever and i saw this one that said oh we're looking for someone who does like hair and makeup and then like it was signed by john brennan one of the productors and i was like but that fucking thing had like excuse my french had like like two weeks or something i was like nah someone probably already has it you know like but i'm just gonna like write to them and say like hey i do this shit blah 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 keep me in mind for your next project so long story short like i wrote to them and then like next day he called me and he was like hey like are you interested in doing like key hair oh no it was just like hair and makeup and i was like yeah, and like they're like, uh, the pay is not like a lot because it's like a low budget um film, but it was like pretty decent, you know. The pay was like pretty decent. Like I had like mad lipstick all over, and then they're like, all right. So then I was like, wait a second, I have a friend that I know that he works for them. He's um dog sack man. He used to do the zombie crawl, the New York City zombie crawl. And I did it for like years, like every other year or something, but like for a good amount of years. And so I was like, hey, are you working for this specific movie? And he was like, Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Wait, so he actually put a like a good word in there for me, but uh uh it, they were so then they called me to the fucking house the um the production house you know and they're like hey will you be interested in doing like key hair and makeup and i was like oh i shit my pants i was like yes i'm super interested <laughs> but no i did i didn't say it like that because i wouldn't sound like a groupie but inside i was like oh my fucking god yes of course you know and yeah that's it like I just—it was just amazing. Like, it was a shit to work for Trauma. Yeah, Lloyd Kaufman is such a fucking amazing dude. Like, he's like, oh my god, he's unbelievable. <laughs> cool, he's a shit. It's like the kind of person that you're like, I want to be like him when I grow up. <laughs> yeah. So, so what got you into, I guess, those kind of films, like, in gore and, like, horror and all that? Uh, I, there were so, my parents told me so many times to not watch horror movies that I was like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going <laughs> to see what's this about, you know? <laughs> and probably that. Like I was, and then when I saw the Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the first time as a kid or something, I was like, "Holy shit, this is my thing!" You know, the more like side B, like underground, the better. I don't like. I mean, I respect all kinds of like horror when it comes to like contemporary horror, but like 
oh my god what's with like the remakes and shit that they're like they don't even like make an effort to you know like it's yeah, terrible yeah, a lot so. of cg a lot of cgi too yeah so, uh, so. like a lot of older horror like a lot of um well just like i guess like independent film in general uses more like practical yeah. effects that's, yeah. that's something i've always uh, appreciated yeah of, yeah it, that, that's something that was like totally like Alright, out of the bucket, you know, the bucket list. It's working for trauma changed my life. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty fucking cool. And it's like I like it too because it's a trauma family. It became a trauma family and that's fucking awesome. And I still have like really good friends that I made on, on set uh, for that movie and we're still tight as fuck you know <laughs> uh, so what's like a, a day on set for that kind of film well okay so it was just getting there you know giving everyone a hug when it was still allowed you know hey good morning good morning super good vibe good energy probably a lot of people just wake and bake <laughs> And then after that, you just like set up, you know, everything. The, um, you put on your fucking uh, walkie-talkie fucking bullshit <laughs> um, set. And then you're like, all right, you already, like a day before, a night before, you already talked to your your boss. And so you can start figuring out, letting, figuring out things that you're going to work on tomorrow, like, next day you know like oh i'm gonna do uh this certain makeup and hair like i fucking did lloyd as a as a woman <laughs> so it's like oh i got the wig i got this i got that blah, blah, blah. so it's pretty much like leaving everything there but there's a lot of pressure and you gotta work everything like you know <laughs> um the they just come and they're like you got 30 seconds to finish this look and it's like come on 30 seconds get the fuck out of here i'm gonna take my three minutes and, and screw you you know um so it's very intense but it's it time flies and and it's really cool and you get to spend quality time with people and it's really really cool and uh, they're intense and strict but in a professional way yeah, yeah and I, I imagine it gets uh so like does the background and stuff like do they get they have to like consent do they have like a lot of um like the effects get on them and stuff for like the gorier scenes and stuff like that because i've been on a lot of sets but i haven't been like on one quite like like a yeah. like a horror more like horror mm -hmm. kind of or old school style horror like with this splatter thing i guess in yeah the one, they do more just like they added in later with cgi but yeah yeah there's a lot of i mean when it's like a day that it's gonna be i mean this one was shit storm so there was a lot of shit like liquid hard like a lot of like literally shit <laughs> and um it's you know it's a day that you're gonna get like super messy and and shit literally so you know like you gotta be prepared and you know just like read um everything and pay attention to details and stuff because when you're like key you have to like let other people know what they have to do and be on top and see and check that last looks are look perfect and stuff like that you know like so you gotta be on top like double of everything and and be responsible also for if some like one of my assistants were like will fuck that up like i'm the responsible for it you know like so yeah you gotta be just like ah, hey don't do this do that <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay like that you know working under extreme pressure makes you good at certain things that you never thought you could be you know so that's that's cool you know <laughs> yeah. So, so, so have you had? Is this was this your first time working on any kind of set, or have you had you been doing makeup? For... I've been doing a few things, uh, but it, there was the first time for trauma. Yeah. Oh, but, but so, so like, it, but that's been like something you've worked in like for a while. 
I guess, like set work. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. Photo shoots yeah. as well. And just, you know, <laughs> right. a gig is a gig. Quinceañeras and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, like for real. Like, dude, if they ask me for fucking bride um, makeup, beauty makeup, I, you know, like gig is a gig. <laughs> yeah, it can be like, Oh no, only horror, only blood. You know, like now, dude, like you gotta get that money out there. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you just you just kinda get gigs through people you know, I guess. Is that how it's always mm-hmm. worked for you or mm-hmm. yeah, I back in the day I used to um like Craigslist a lot and like gigs that were like just like random shit, like, oh there it's like the opening of this like brand that nobody knows, you know. <laughs> And it's like, all right, so, and you got to come um, do makeup on the chicks who stand there looking pretty and giving freebies away or whatever. It's like, all right, cool, you know, fuck it. Like, I don't know, two chicks, like, a hundred bucks, like, you know, like, it's, I'm not charging whatever I, you know, I usually charge, but hey, fuck it why not <laughs> you know but now with the kid oh my god everything's so different like i can't really you know like i have to talk to his dad and be like all right can you hold the kid the you know the baby for this amount of time or whatever and, but i usually i mean do my regulars like are here in the house so that's cool and uh for like i'm I'm not really doing anything on set right now because until he goes to like a daycare or whatever i can go back on set you know but um but yeah in the meantime i gotta just you know multitask in life (laughs) yeah yeah because i I was gonna ask about that like how how you manage like creative passion like and doing the makeup and everything with having a kid to so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the underground hours you know like when he's asleep if i have energy if not that's it and then like sometimes i'm like all right i just like gave you your meal you know your bottle change your diaper you're right here chilling watching your cartoons just sit there for a little bit while I do things you know and i just like close the gate and just like keep an eye on him like in there and yeah. <laughs> run from A to B to C to D to E. Yeah. Like being a mom is like holy shit. Like you gotta have like the third eye, like eye wide open, you know? Like because you gotta fucking be like everywhere and like sensing things and shit. Like seriously. And it's when I think life like gives you like proof like it's more like all right i want to see how you multitask in your life and that's when you know when you have a kid or something like all right life is like all right let me see your skills of multitasking bitch you think you're all that Uh uh-huh let me see how you roll it yeah how you rock this shit you know so so yeah it's but it's all right um i like it he's very cute he's super chill he's um He's just like a little mini me. He likes like um <laughs> he nice likes hardcore shit. Huh? Nice. Must be neat to have a mini you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I can dress him just the way I want. <laughs> he has a collection of like heavy metal onesies, but now that he's too big for them, most of them. That was more when he was like newborn ish. But now it's like all about the cute little t-shirts, like horror themed movies. <laughs> nice. He's a yeah, dude, that, and that's your son banging know. a thing for anybody who's just listening and not seeing the yeah. video. And on the video, it's gonna like you're teleporting because I'm gonna cut certain parts, and you'll be like in one room, and then you're gonna teleport to the kitchen. So on this video, on this video, you have teleport teleportation powers. So oh shit and vampire is right there yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah so it was pretty uncomfortable hey stop it dude oh i hope he doesn't break the you know what the tile this it's happens vintage. a lot when i facetime my, when i facetime my uh when i call my sisters the same thing happens because she has a 
He's like always doing this and that, or, or sometimes he calls <laughs> me by mistake. Like he presses button no. on the phone to call. Yeah, he looks a bit like a mini me, but he looks like uh, uh-huh. her husband a bit too. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> she does. She doesn't like me saying he looks like a mini me because she kind of wants him to just look like her. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just like me and the or the dad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and jeans, yo. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Fuck yeah. How old is the kid? Uh, about one, a little over a year. So he he was born a, a day after me, so May fourth, May third. We have like a lot of Tauruses in the family. So, gotcha. Cool, 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 dude. How old are you? If you don't mind me asking. I'm uh, thirty-one. I, I, I'm a, I'm older than I look, so I I, I guess. So. Oh, you're a youngster, dude. I'm yeah. gonna turn well, I forty. <laughs> <laughs> I turned forty this year. Yes. Wow, I, thought, yeah. I thought you were like thirty something. Maybe, but yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. But it's okay. Like I like it. You know, like it's feels okay. Like yeah. I'm not gonna say I've been there, done that. You know, like but like you know, I used I've been living on my own for more than 20 years. So like I've seen a few things. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you still seem like you're, you're like, uh, I guess, like you're um, trying to think of a good way to say it. Like, I guess young at heart. But about, but I mean, you're young already. But like young at heart. I mean, yeah, cool. Okay, yeah. Makes, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm because I, I'm not saying that you're that you're old. I'm but saying I'm that old. <laughs> I know. it's cool. Like, it's cool. Yeah, but like you still you still have things you want to do. You still have like. You're you're yeah. as young as you feel. I mean, like, cause like I know yeah. people who are who are like thirty, and they're just like, oh, I'm thirty. I gotta be boring now. And, like, oh no, do nothing. Fuck that. Like, yeah, like I had my years when I was in my twenties, and nah. nah. I think I can say that now from my years in my thirties. Those were the fuck. No, from like honestly, from like nineteen ish, twenty ish to like. 36, 8, like, 36 more. I fucking did everything in the world. <laughs> now I'm just saying, like, it was hardcore party days, you know, like, endless whiskey and other things. And, <laughs> yeah, I, <sighs> those days, now I don't drink anymore, and I'm proud of it, because I had a a drinking problem at some point and I was like, you know, I'll have like a bottle of whiskey on my own and I was like, all right, I want more, you know, and <laughs> I was like, nah, you know what, I don't think that's like, and then it turned into like angry shit and it was like, no, it should be like happy drunk, not like angry drunk, you know, like it was just not worth it anymore. Yeah, I mean, I never had like a real problem, but I, but I never liked to it turned me into like when I drank and stuff, so I've kind of been trying yeah. to stay away from it too. But yeah. I, I still have a lot. Like I feel like this is like thirty on. It's gonna be like my years now because like I fully. I was a bit of like a late bloomer, so I kind of like developed into who I am like more these past few years. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got this show, and I'm doing all this. So yay! Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Fuck yeah! Congrats on that, dude. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, at some point I know I gotta go back to work like I used to. <laughs> I used to like have these like crazy shifts and like three one time I had five jobs, like literally five jobs, and it was oh, like wow. here, there, here, and it was cool, you know, like that's how I'm like used to work and be super active in the city most of the time but now it's like all right things change in my life <laughs> it's cool though like, like i said my body needed that like um kind of like a break you know like from from <laughs> being like a maniac in the city than just a queen's mom <laughs> yeah. it's cool no regrets. Um, so, you, so you think the fast, like just having like a fast-paced life from that, like kind of hurt, 
having like a fast paced life like that and too busy kind of hurt your health or is that um no it actually kept it good and active and it was exercise somehow you know it was like a continuous like fucking workout it was it was cool like i used to work in this um place in tribeca it was like a high-end western shop and i worked there for 10 years in the sister store and it was cool you know like and whenever we had to go grab like things downstairs it was like going up and down and like here and there and it was cool, you know, I miss those days, definitely. But not even that store nowadays, like, completely open. You know, they only open, like, a few hours, a few days, and it's weird. And it's a new location and stuff, so it's different. It would have been, even if I went back there, it would have been different, you know. So, yeah. Plus, I'm, like, whenever I go back to work, I think I'm going to... um work on i want to do visual merchandising and work like 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 i would love to like have that much experience you know so i want to start building like experience on that Mm -hmm. and then so is visual merchandising kind of like mixed media like you make different you uh, can props or like objects people can you can sell is that how it is like you make things um, and you sell them you create pretty much like an atmosphere for a store and the windows and the way it's displayed inside the kind of experience that you want the customer to feel while they're shopping you know like things like that and yeah there's a lot of stuff that you can do with those windows however you know like it's, I mean, depends also on the client, like, you know, in this case, like the store that you're working for or whatever, like the company that you're working for, um, what kind of, if it's conservative or it's more like, uh, you know, more contemporary or depends, but, or just classic, you know, like two mannequins with a plain wig. And, you know, that's hmm. like, you can't really do like a lot, but, if they're like yeah do the backdrop and um create texture and depth and that's like different you know but yeah it depends who you're working for how crazy you can go <laughs> nice yeah so, yeah so you studied that and you studied that in mexico Mm-mm, here right. yeah 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 and i was the one who used to do the mannequins well like the windows uh and for this place as well and for the other location yeah it was pretty nice. cool <laughs> so, so you so you do the so you perform you do hair and makeup and then visual merchandise and then also just selling random like horror stuff so those are like all your gigs then. <laughs> yeah yes <Yeah>. sir <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my god hello yes viva le multitask is there one is there one you choose like out of all of them or depends on the situation in your life that you're going through you know like if it's like mom time oh you gotta like keep an eye and do this and do that and feed and change diaper and while you do something else if it's like like your personal time it's like I want to do so many things because I don't really have that much time for myself anymore. So it's like, all right, what's in the in the same room? You know, oh, I can do this and this and this and that in the same room. Okay. So, but if there's time, I can do this other two things that I want to get rid of or whatever, like in the other room. So it's just like try to finish never leave like half and half because otherwise it's like a big mess so it's like just go for the throat right away like all right and like try to not like overthink but like kind of like plan it a little bit like with a little bit of time you know like okay i know i'm gonna need this and this and this to accomplish this and this and that tools for example you know 
all right drill that shit up all right at the same time i gotta keep an eye that he's taking a nap and that he's breathing okay you know <laughs> he and responded then, to that he was like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and then on the other side i want to play something cool like videos on youtube or whatever so i gotta go you know like so it's like doing three things at the same time <laughs> and then oh i'm thirsty i'm gonna go you know like just like but you gotta focus like a lot to not get distracted buy other shit you know because that's one of the main problems of multitasking when you get distracted for stuff it's like fuck you know like nah no bueno like i, I have multiple things i enjoy but like lately i've narrowed it down to just like you know this kind of interview doing this show like interviewing people and then writing and then like uh production like editing kind of stuff well and acting too so acting That's and cool. voiceover but but i think i choose like acting and voiceover and like this and then also like doing like my own films from time to time and then kind of acting in those yeah. yeah but it all kind of ties together so yeah 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 actually same in my case you know like hair makeup wardrobe styling goes in one thing you know for a photo shoot let's just say and and um yeah it's i like being in the industry but right now it's it's not what it used to be also you know like fucking productions went like yeah and a lot of them don't have a hair and makeup crew like i I worked on a reenactment series recently and they said come hair and makeup ready because they don't have a hair and makeup crew i think it's like mainly commercials using hair and makeup now yep yeah I don't like I need to keep myself also like active so even if it's like to my lovely neighbor I'm like hey do you want to come for like a coffee and I'll do your makeup you know like I need to keep doing it because if you stop doing something you get like rusty eventually I don't know if that happened to you before like also playing an instrument if you don't practice for a while your fingers are like "Ah." (laughs) so yeah yeah, but I've been finally getting, I've been getting back into uh, playing bass. Um, well, because I live with like a couple other housemates. So sometimes I have to kind of do it around their schedule, like when I play bass. But like these, uh, like recently I've been getting back into playing bass. So that's been good. That's and, cool. Uh, yeah. Also like a bit of synth keyboard as well. Oh, that's nice. But, yeah. Like but, um, 80s synth? Yeah, like 80s kind of synth. Yeah. I like like a lot of kind of stuff like that. Like, like yeah. who? Do you have any bands? Um, well, right now I like the, they're like a newer band that kind of does that style. They're called uh, Time Cop, nineteen eighty-three. Mm-hmm. Um, I like like Light Asylum is a band. They do like kind of dark wave stuff. Uh, there's cool. also Visage is like an older band, and like oh. Depeche Mode. I like um, of course, yeah, just like a lot cool. of stuff. And then and then uh, I also like stuff like uh, I mean this is a, a different spec like Joy Division. Mm-hmm. Of course. And all that, yeah. Do you like the Sisters of Mercy? Yeah. Yeah. I love I like Sisters. Them a lot. Yeah. I love Sisters. I was Patricia Morrison for Halloween like two years ago. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I love oh, Sisters is the yeah. shit. I, I did a short film where uh, I was supposed to be like a, a goth guy and I named, I named the main the character I played Andrew because uh, oh, nice yeah, yeah, and I oh. had the shades and I was like, how's it going, ladies? You enjoy uh, the show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, that's fucking cool, bro. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. They, they have really cool uh, bass lines. Like a lot, of, I like a lot of that, like eighties goth, like kind of bass. Yep. Absolutely. Thing, yeah. yeah, but my like my first band was like more like uh, punk, and then like we went into like hardcore, like kind of like Minor Threat, mm, nice. kind of stuff like Minor Threat. Yeah, and then. After that, like me and one of the members from that, we did kind of like a napalm death, like grindcore kind of thing. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. like a, yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I, I, and then I went into the acting and film thing. And now, like these past few years, I've been writing music again and stuff. Cool. So, yeah. Okay. I also used to do something called a uh, harsh noise. I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's like experimenting mm-hmm. with like noise and like feedback and stuff like that. But oh, that's cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. I have a friend who's into noise, like, like no one else. Is that why it's like? Yeah. It's cool. I mean, 
it's not my thing, but it's I respect it. You know, it's cool. And now, day, if you ask me, what do I listen to? Like, uh, I don't really listen to metal that much. I love metal. Don't take me wrong, and I will always love metal. But now, day, I listen to 1960s doo-wop, like Frankie Lyman. Oh, yeah, I'm obsessed, obsessed with Frankie Lyman. And like, then, like, I'm sorry, like uh, Little Richard. Like him, little Richard. I like little Richard yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. Like, also like like '90s movie soundtracks, <laughs> like '90s stuff that reminds me of like my when I was a teenager and how fun was life and stuff like that. You know? Do, do you ever listen to certain songs and like think like, oh, this is like a soundtrack? Like, if I if I were if my life were a movie, this would be like a song in this scene. And like you think of a memory and you like associate a song with that scene, like oh that would be in the background if my if my life was a movie. Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. I was wondering absolutely. if I was like the only person who did that. No, no, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And it happened a few days ago. I don't remember which with what song, but it happened a few days ago. Yeah, and yeah, of course, of course. And there's also like the. Oh, I'll put this on the list for my funeral. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm gonna create a playlist for my funeral and people enjoy songs that I really, really liked. You know, so yeah, I might actually start not only thinking about that, actually making it. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. It's, it's, that, remi that reminds me of a, a death class I took. That um, she made us like write our wills and like plan our funerals. Really? And yeah, and I think one wow. of the things I wrote was like. Oh yeah, then I had to write like um like a bucket mm -hmm. list or something and then like I said like I'd write like a like a doom metal album. It was like I, mm. I wrote like a lot of crazy stuff, like a doom metal album that like would have like a cult following and then I would do like I don't know, I wrote like all this crazy stuff I would do. Like, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I remember I had crazy stuff that I would have at my funeral, but I forget what it was. It was a long time. But that what you said sounds like something she would tell would have told us to do like have us write um like a a playlist for our funeral fuck yeah, yeah dude what what are you listening to like right like now you know like what's the last thing you've been listening to what like what genre well there was this band like contravoid i was listening to it's kind of like mm -hmm. i guess they're kind of like dark wave um I listened to a wide range. Though. I was also listening to uh, Carcass, like the oh, symphonies, nice. a sickness, and um, oh. like the, 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 peel, the peel set, the peel sessions, and yeah, all that. Uh, and I was also, yeah, I guess it, I'm trying to think like today, like a lot of the synth wave stuff. I still listen to. Um, I like like some under. I like like some underground hip. Well, this one group I'm not thinking of isn't exactly underground, but like Run the Jewels is like uh they're like very political kind of hip i like like the political kind of hip-hop or like uh, mm -hmm. uh so like a wide range of stuff i guess yeah. cool. also um like uh the first metal band i got into really was like uh, older sepultura oh yes arise yeah. is one of the best albums ever ever i love yeah, I like a uh, schizophrenia that's like cool. my favorite. Uh, yeah. nice. It's like yeah. I, I kind of like like the rawer production sometimes. I think that's why I was kind of like drawn to the punk too, because it kind of had that like there was something like unpolished about it and like kind of real. Yeah, of so course. Like, yeah. Of course, yeah. Fucking Sepultura yeah. rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Always and, and forever. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I think that's the most known uh, metal band in Latin America because I know we were talking before about like metal bands in latin america i guess that, that's kind of like the the most famous one yeah pretty much yeah like internationally you know well known i believe yeah sepultura is one of the maximum exponents but i was thinking then yeah then there's also uh brujeria but they're american yeah like mexico yeah but i was thinking like sometimes but, yeah but like sometimes those bands like like it, it kind of sounds like they do kind of like the funny vocal like that mm -hmm. I, I think there's that other band Assassino they go like like a muerte like they have that yeah. kind of funny way of <laughs> screaming like yeah yeah, yeah. Said, like, you and, know how yeah, has yeah yeah people from Bucaria yeah yeah <laughs> uh, cool Which, uh, yeah me means witch right uh no brujeria is witchcraft witchcraft bruja is witch 
Nice. Yeah. Pretty yeah, cool. But I think, yeah. I think there's also like Shane Embry's in that band though. So mm-hmm. like he, he's a, and he's a British, uh, a white British guy from Napalm Death. So it's not like an all. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not an all Latino or whatever. Yeah. No. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess they're kind of a, a joke. Like they do a lot of, they're kind of like not taking themselves super seriously. Assist- I yeah. Asesino is actually, well, Brujeria is already like, it has some like kind of, parody dash sarcastic um songs you know and assassino is also like that but a little bit more into it (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. i gotta work on my uh... brujeria so how 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 would your name is it uh, renata de los rios Renata de los Rios. Renata oh. de los Rios. Oh, yes, okay. <laughs> work it. Yeah. The the last thing I just want to ask you about was because uh, we didn't really get into like performing and if like you missed that and like what your experience of performing is like doing your shows and stuff. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, about shows and stuff um about burlesque you're talking about yeah yeah okay <laughs> oh is that, is that why you confused yeah you seem confused by the question oh you didn't know what performing i was talking i was like yeah wait performing about what uh- <laughs> well yeah because like you put on a show you know like you did the yeah the dance with the metal and then like you did the blood and then but like was yeah. that you like had the props or like a, I, I mean it was a few years ago like you had the swords or something not swords yeah. but you had like blood yeah I think I did a dissection song that day, right? Was yeah. it? Yeah. So yeah, for that show was like a, an actual real sword <laughs> and <laughs> fake blood. And I think it was actually the Countess Bathory one cover. And it was like a, a little tribute to the countess and it was pretty fun and yeah it was like different themes i started doing burlesque and and just like co-found a burlesque troupe in mexico city called old school junkies which is the shit and those were the days holy shit we used to put like huge parties in like old houses like abandoned houses and like like fucking like a lineup of like five bands and like three djs and like all goth or like um just death metal djs or whatever heavy metal in general and we did once like a freak show and like it was pretty cool like i remember those days it was like we used to make good money out of it and then i moved here and i was like hmm i need to do this and i actually was like a guest um with this performer what's her name joe bob boobs joe boobs something like joe that boobs. Okay. joe boobs i believe um she's like an iconic uh burlesque performer here in new york city and she she invited i was like hey i'm a burlesque sister and i just like moved from mexico city i've been doing burlesque for this amount of years i'm interested in being like a guest performer in your show she was like fuck yeah and you know they i did my thing i remember i did tiger a tiger lily song and it was pretty cool and then after that i was like hmm, i think i want to like start you know doing my own thing and i just like walked around the village and found this spot called um fucking uh, back fence it was like in bleaker and thompson around the corner from generation records and they were doing an open mic and i met this dude who was like the one putting it together um john from the strange walls and he was i was like well i know it's an open mic and i don't i'm not utilizing the mic using the mic but I'm a burlesque performer and, you know, I'm looking for a gig. And he was like, go for it. Awesome. You know? And so I started doing that like every Sunday for like years, a few years. And then after that, from there, you know, like whoever was attending the show or whatever was like, oh, I'm putting this show together. You want to perform? And like, you know, making connections. 
And then one day I was like, I need to put my own burlesque show stash troupe here, <laughs> you know, and that's when monstrosity Bushwick's heavy metal horror burlesque show was created. And um, it was cool. Like it was, you know, I wanted to do like the continuation of old school junkies. So it was cool. And it was a commitment because you, I mean, it was like putting the show together and performing. So I was like fucking crazy, dude. Like, and taking care of the booth. So it was like, I needed like a little staff for the thing. <laughs> and it was like, oh, we're making sure that everyone is okay, you know? And what do you need? What do you want? Here, the payment for the bands or blah, 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 you know? Like, so it was like a little crazy, but it was so worth it. Like at the end of the day, when I came home, it was like, oh, fuck yeah. You know, that personal satisfaction that you take home and you take also to the morgue. <laughs> at some point when we were like uh, practicing or whatever at rehearsal, um, people will get like stressed. And I was like, no, dude, or do debt. <laughs> um, <laughs> the point here is having fun, you know, like don't stress yourself. You know, you gotta, because... If you're stressed on stage, people can notice it. And it's a weird performance and it's awkward, you know? Like, so you have to be like in the mood and with the energy and have eye contact with the audience, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm not gonna say like fake smiles and shit because if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. But like, you know, just be yourself on stage. And if people like it, cool. If not, you're not their favorite performer so what you know so <laughs> yeah yeah it's only it's only awkward or whatever if it if it feels awkward to you i guess so. exactly exactly because you like you fucking uh people can feel that vibe and it's contagious you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so uh any <laughs> final thoughts or things you'd like to say uh keep it true always always forever like no matter what just keep it fucking true to yourself and you know like uh people forget to say thank you thank the universe for keeping us alive and, and i'm out here in the universe with the yeah. Outer space. yeah i know yeah I know. twilight zone yeah no but um that's cool i wish i was there uh yeah keep it true yeah and i guess he has final dust. yeah <laughs> yeah stay heavy always and forever and underground yeah fucking side b is the good side you know Yep. Why side A when you have side B? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yep. Gotta keep it real. Actually, the original description of the show is uh, like I interview uh, like film, like artists, like different creative people and others who keep it real. That was like what I had in the original description. So. Yeah, that's ah, creep it real. That's like a, yeah, keep it real. Yeah, creep it real. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did I say yeah. creeper? <laughs> keep creep for it sounds better. Ah, no, it's cool. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Nice. People will well, freak uh, yeah. out. Ah. <laughs> so, like, uh, wh where can people uh, keep updated about with uh, all your stuff? Uh, Heavy Horror NYC. There's a on Instagram an account right now, but it's hacked. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm actually keeping that one. But somehow yeah. it's going to be the same logo and people will know. And uh, Bathory1981 on Instagram. And Which is a great metal band, Bathory. It's a great metal band, Bathory. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Always and forever. Um, and what? Horror Hair NYC for hair and makeup. <laughs> yeah. Right. Those three things. Um, and now people get the joke I made at the beginning that you weren't uh, that you weren't hacked, that you weren't the hacker. Because oh. I said that at the beginning that you you weren't the hacker, but then we didn't mention where that was. That you got <laughs> hacked, and that's what it was. Yeah. 
<laughs> Holy shit. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, uh, thanks yeah. for having me, dude. Fuck oh, yeah. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much. Yeah, good chat. Cool, cool. Alrighty, so that's about it for this episode of BSing with Sean K. If you would like to keep updated with future episodes of BSing with Sean K, look up BS apostrophe ING with S E A N K on Facebook. And you can also look up on uh, Instagram. I post that, as well as other stuff. I post about the uh, clips from the show um, on S-K-N-E-E-S-E-1989. That's Instagram. On YouTube, B-S apostrophe I-N-G with Sean K. And subscribe to me on Spotify and iTunes. Oh, and you can see the videos of the interviews. The videos. You can watch one like me talking to the other person you can actually see us talking isn't that so exciting that's so exciting to watch two people talking two people bsing and uh yeah so it there will be more episodes coming soon with other people pursuing something outside the nine to five like renata so stay tuned bsing with bsing with what bsing with john k BSing with Who? BSing with What? BSing with